This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Good evening to everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Beyond Governance. My name is Nimrod Mbele. As always, it's a pleasure to be in your company. And tonight it's, it, it promises to be nothing but exactly what we are accustomed to. Um, uh, before we actually get into the issues of tonight's deliberations, I want to thank uh, Sasha Starr uh, and, of course, all the colleagues that came before me. For I know without them, um, you know, High FM wouldn't be where it is. Once again, Sasha, uh, thank you, thank you, my dear. And of course, uh, as always, I'm not flying solo. Um, I've got Vusi here, who's the producer of the show. Um, and thanks, thanks, Bob Vusano, you're back. Uh, last week we missed you greatly. Thanks, you know, let let let's hope we'll navigate the ship um, as we should. Um, and as always, this is your show, Nizirama show. Uh, we try our utmost best to bring you, um, you know, critical thought leaders. Um, we interrogate all important issues around governance, and tonight is not an exception. Um, I'm pleased to welcome or introduce you, my, my guest tonight, uh, who is the regional secretary of the South African National uh, School Body Association, uh, National uh, uh, Association of Governing Bodies, right? Uh, NASDAQ. Uh, his name is, is Kenneth uh, 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 Veckerman. Uh, Mr. Veckerman, uh, good evening and welcome to Beyond Governance. Uh, thank you. Good evening to the listeners. And, and, and how are you, sir? I'm fine, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, and the reason why we, we, we decided to invite uh, the, the Association of, 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 the, of the Association of School uh, Governing Bodies mm-hmm. is to really uh, interrogate the, the, the significant of uh, SGBs as they are commonly known uh, in, in as far as what the legislation is saying or requires of SGBs uh, but from a perspective of the association um, and this is why we brought in a, a, a relevant person to really take us through because we, we understand that um, there's a huge disjuncture between the, the, the amount of investment that government is pouring into the education system and yet the returns on investments are not necessarily uh, a, a, a positive. For reason that we know, uh, and, and so one of the critical issues that perhaps maybe uh, Kenneth will share with us is is the the role of SGBs uh, in as far as bringing the 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 accountability uh, and education ownership to community. Uh, let's just that there before um, we we get to to some of the issues. Tell us a little bit more about National Association of School Governing Bodies. Uh, where was it formed, and where are we now? Yeah, uh, good evening once again, Doctor. Um, the association started about 13 years ago, of which it was not the only association on on, on, on the system. But what I know is that the, the association has muchly improved in regarding the policies of schools, in regarding the communication between the uh, the MEC discussing with Matthew Boniwe to make sure that training takes place for the parents and the educators. So that role has helped us to be close, to close the gaps where we need to actually be in charge and actually to drive the education of our learners into a better platform. So are you now comfortable that uh, the introduction of the SGBs uh, is, is gravitating towards more accountability, gravitating towards the quality of education 
um, that we need? And if that is the case, uh, how do we respond to, to a number of, of, of issues around maladministration, corruption, and so on and so forth? Where, where is the association in responding to those kinds of issues? I think the association has to monitor that it doesn't go further. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we need to, 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 to be excited to mm-hmm. say we, we have a hand into mm-hmm. the education of our children. Mm-hmm. But not forgetting that uh, there are policies that we need to follow up to make sure they are being implemented and the parents on the ground who on the ground level, mm. needs to be part and parcel of, of the school mm-hmm. so that the society knows the activities of the school and how far are we going to make sure that teaching and learning takes place. Our duty is to monitor and to give courage to the principals, to the SMT, to make sure the functionality of the school is in order. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that is why uh, I, I, I completely subscribe to the importance of oversight. Uh, without oversight, which is paid by your school government bodies, um, schools uh, from an accountability point of view, and, and most importantly, around teaching and learning, uh, 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 won't be able to do that. So we do need that le- element of, of oversight, um, which is also played by the, the, the department itself. But now let's look. Let's try and, and, and you know dissect the role and responsibility of STBs, okay, um, and 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 how the STBs are managing some of the very complex issues within our society. Uh, for an example, um, parental involvement. Uh, it is common cause that parents um, in some communities are not as involved in the education of their learners or in education of their children. Uh, the question is, what is it um, can be done, or what is, what is STB doing to promote that element of ownership and accountability on the side of the parents? Yeah, uh, I think it's a relevant question that you're asking. Mm. Uh, bear in mind that, especially in our township areas, uh, we, we live in a different environment. Now you find out that... Uh, Parents are so busy that they cannot come to schools to understand uh, the running of schools, the curriculum out, outline. And that is where we need to encourage parents by calling quarterly meetings to make sure that they come to school and understand the vision of the SGP. Remember, SGP also parents that have been elected by the same community. Now, if the SGP is not transparent to the parents, that create also a problem, that create mistrust, that create maladministration towards the school. So we need to come online and say, we are transparent, here is what we have done for a quarterly period, can we assess our work so that we, we get engaged more with the parents, we involve the children when it comes to code of conduct to say, we need discipline, where the parents also need to be given an opportunity to say, yes, the code of conduct, read it, keep it at home. If your child is involved in a misconduct or, or, or a serious misconduct, how do we handle the matter before we represent it to the, to the higher structure, which can be the district or the HOD's office? You raise a very interesting point, um, uh, Kenneth, uh, particularly around the, the, the discipline um, uh, in schools. 
we, we have known, we have seen in media, in reports, social media and so on and so forth, the, 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 the lack of discipline or discipline issues that are characterizing most of the schools. And, and, and this is one responsibility of, of the school government bodies to bring order or to assist um, administrators uh, to assist uh, principals to bring to some level of normality within schools. But what sort of challenges are you experiencing from parental involvement? Um, is there a level of, of ownership um, from parents that this, it cannot be that uh, our kids go to school um, uh, in, in, in often crowded environment uh, where the teacher-learner ratio is something, in, in some cases, one is to uh, 40, one is 45, which is quite huge. And, and this brings along a host of other uh, discipline issues. Do parents understand that part? And, and if not, what is the school government body doing to bridge that kind of understanding? Uh, that, is, that is a serious challenge. Uh, especially when you speak of the ratio, uh, looking at 45 for 1, uh, it is very uncontrollable from the teacher side, from the parents, from the principal. And you, you have to live with that, especially in a township area. Remember, our growth is growing per year. Uh, kids are coming from different provinces. Others are coming from our neighborhood countries, coming to help them for education. And that needs to be controlled. But as our constitution is clearly stating that a learner has the right to education, you cannot say to a learner, no, you're not allowed in any school. And that also we need to sit down and say to the parents, under any circumstances, if you have been called to the school, please avail yourself. Remember our parents are working. Most of them are always at work. They leave the children at home, they go to school, not knowing that the child is not even going to school. Mm-hmm. She will only realize when she sees the report, looking at the attendance register through the report that the child did not attend school for almost a month. And if the policy says if a child is not at school within seven days, she needs to be taken off the road. How many parents are we, are we going to go to court because they were not informed mm-hmm. of the rules? That's why I say it is very important that the code of conduct is being read and understood by the parents, mm-hmm. irrespective of the child. On the other issue that you mentioned is that if a child has a, a, a case in school, we normally give a letter out to say, can you invite the parents to come on board? But those children are not giving their parents the invitation, and only when the child is now seriously becoming to get expelled, that's when the involvement of of the parent come in, or an uncle, or a guardian. We need to be cautious towards that, so that we understand what is happening around our schools. Okay. No, no, thanks for that for that point. Are you now suggesting that? Um, uh, obviously, problems around because part of your role uh, is not only to acknowledge the problem but is to do something about it. Uh, what sort of programs um, are being implemented by the SGBs to deal with this particular issue? While you're still pondering on that response, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Welcome back. It is now 21 after 6. 
Uh, I'm joined in studio by the regional secretary of the South African National uh, uh, School Government uh, Body Association, uh, NASCAP, uh, in short, and his name is Kenneth uh, Braxman. Um, before we went to the break, the issue at hand was the, the functionality of schools in general. Uh, and, and, and we're looking at the functionality of the schools through the prism of the SGBs. And, and the issue at hand was the involvement of parents or lack of involvement. And what are the strategies which the governing bodies are employing to cultivate that ownership on the side of the parents? Because um, the, the general view is that majority of parents, yes, they are working, um, um, and, but but because they are not actively involved in education, they are not able to um, uh, uh, see or identify issues that are that are bedeviling their their own children until it's too late, you know. And that's a problem with that we, that we acknowledge that exists. But from the SGB side of uh, from the SGB side, what are those programs that you 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 are beginning to mobilize communities, mobilizing uh, all these different stakeholders? particularly parents, to say, this is your responsibility. You must take ownership. You cannot abdicate responsibility of your own children because, yes, we are all, most people are working, granted. What are you doing in the evening? Do you have meetings with the, with, the, with, the, with the teachers? Do you even know who the teachers are? Do you even know who the name of the principal is? And those kind of issues, because that demonstrate the, the need to understand and ownership and own um, what happens at school. What is the situation in that respect? Yeah, I think what is important is that we need to have quarterly meetings with mm-hmm. parents where we only strictly discuss curriculum so that the parents seems to get involved and and start to concentrate on on the messages and on, on the meeting that we are saying, come on board, let's discuss the challenges that the SGBs are facing. Mm-hmm. And that will assist that the parents needs to be in full swing mm. in understanding his child role. And the teacher should have a one-on-one session with, with, the, with the parents to explain the curriculum of the child. Mm-hmm. And that will help the parents to also to be free to come to the school at any time just to make an appointment to say, I want to know what is happening to my child, especially those in high school, because they are also in a form of a peer pressure, in form of all many things that are happening. So we need to observe and try and guide them so that we know uh, curriculum will take place. Okay, But are we winning the battle uh, of bringing parents into the forefront of education? Yes, we are, but it, it, it takes time. I mean, tolerance needs to be there. We, we cannot win it overnight. It will take us four to five years. But as long as maintenance, you, you invite parents, you let them discuss. You don't preach for them. You let them come up and also give their views in challenges that they are facing at home so that you do understand both sides from the teacher aspect and from the, uh, from the parents so that we can have a solution in how to deal with matters. So, so essentially your, your, your resolve or your response to these kind of issues is to try and bring both parties and understand their point of departure, some of the challenges they're experiencing so that you're able to have a, almost like an organic resolution on the, on the problem at hand. That's correct. Because okay. if you don't do that, they, they will never come. 
you need to give them an opportunity to, to, to raise their concern, to give inputs in how to actually develop the child to be more positive towards his school. But, but one might argue, uh, uh, sir, that um, parents are, are less interested. But when you, take a, when you confiscate a phone uh, of, a, of a learner who's not supposed to be bringing a cell phone, you confiscate a phone, the parent who has never pitched up a school, who has never seen, uh, who doesn't even know the name of the principal, will be getting calls um, uh, 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 from that particular parent saying, why did you confiscate my son's phone? That's very good. We have an, we have an, a policy. Uh, uh, that's why I refer mostly to the code of conduct. That will indicate to say phones are not allowed. And if that particular parent come, if he did not visit the school, the first thing you're going to ask him, who are you? <laughs> then he needs to say, I'm the mother of so-and-so. Then you said, parent, we've been calling two to three meetings, discussing several issues. Where were you? What is the cause that you don't participate in your own child curriculum? And then the parents will respond to say, I'm committed or I'm not committed. I didn't know whatever case she will represent to you. But you need to encourage her to show her the importance of her being in school. And then, then you'll discuss the issue around the telephone, as you are saying. Okay, thank you very much for that point. But I'm sure it's not, it's not easy. Uh, but, but now let's move to another very uh, sensitive issue, the, the interface between the school government body and the principal. We've seen in, in numerous reports that um, there, are, there are often tensions. One would argue that tensions are useful uh, between uh, you know, government body and the management because it says we have a different views of how we see same issues or how we respond to issues. Um, in as much as there's... there's healthy tension, which is promoted, in my view, which is needed. Okay, but there's also bad tension okay, around, for example, procurement. Um, you know, there's this notion that um, you know, uh, some of the SGBs don't understand exactly what the functions are. They want to run the school. Uh, the school running is the prerogative or the mandate of administrators. The principal is the head of the school. Um, your members at some point are accused of meddling uh, with management issues. Okay, so what what is your take on that? How 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 wide is this claim that um, the, you know the line between governance and management is not understood from the perspective of the school government bodies? How wide is that? It's quite wide, but what is important is that people need to know their protocols to understand. What is the functions of a principal and what is the functions of governance? Governance is there to support curriculum and the principal is to guide governance uh, to make sure that the school is functioning at the right way. But you will find there's always a conflict where the principal gets involved in issues that he's supposed not to get involved Vice versa, the parents are also doing the same. Mm-hmm. But it's good that w- we have Sasa that it's, it's giving us a direction, which shows that the principal's duties ends here, the parents' duties ends here, as governors. Mm-hmm. But remember, in, in the structure of the, of the SGBs, the principal is a member, is not a chairperson. So decisions has to be done collectively between 
the boat structures because it, it specifically says that parents need to be in majority. And that gives the upper hand to show that the government has given us opportunity to, to deal with issues amicable. And that gives me a problem when people don't respect principles or vice versa. But the policy directly says we need to share. Absolutely. Uh, but, but still on the issue of, of um, you know, the, the blurring of lines, you know, because the law would say, look, um, this is, these are the roles and responsibilities of a governing body. Okay. But what is said in law or theoretically, but in, in, in practice, there tends to be a vast difference. Okay. What is it that the governing body association is doing to educate their members around understanding exactly that, that line to say that your responsibility as an SGB school governing body is to provide oversight and strategic leadership, okay? Uh, you're not there to manage. And there are obviously protocol where there are issues of deviation that the SGB is seeing on the side of the principal, for an example. So what is it that the SGB association is doing to, to correct or to empower their members to fully understand exactly what their roles and responsibilities are without necessarily interfering or, or, or crossing the line? Now, what is important is to do proper training. It is to make sure that the mandate that comes from GDE needs to be implemented in a correct manner, where parents must understand their role, not to oversee other people's role. You know, you cannot be an SGB member, just jump into a classroom and challenge an educator while she's educating learners. You, you need to follow the relevant steps to understand where you are. But if me as a parent just jump in a school, go to a class and tell a teacher, hey, you're causing corporal punishment, who am I? Mm. I need to note and report in a formal structure to say, I've seen this happening. Can we call the principal, the teacher or whoever has done that and discuss the matter amicable so that the guy understands? We have different people with different views, even our learners with different attitudes. Mm-hmm. We need to teach them and understand where they are, what is the purpose of being here. And that will help us a lot. Okay. But, but are, are you winning the, in, in as far as that battle? Because I see that there are a number of training that takes place on the side of the SGBs. Um, are, you, are you comfortable or confident that the, the amount and quantity or the quality of training is good enough to empower or something more and drastic needs to happen? On the side of the SGBs? You know, what I've realized is that we, we, we've opened a training, a parental training, where each school called parents and learners to discuss challenges that they're facing. And that has helped a lot. Parents now understand because a child can sit next to his parent and actually express his challenges or his view to say, I see at the school, A, there's such, such problems. And with that, that gives us a development as SGB association to say we need this training seldomly, mm-hmm. always so that parents get to know the functionality of the school and know what is the role of SGBs within their school. Okay. Let's come back to the issue of the interface between SGB and management on controversial issues like procurement, as, I've, as I alluded to earlier. What, in your experience, seems to be the bone of contention around 
governance and management on procurement? And where does it sit? Is it the responsibility of take us through the the the, the, the motion? Is, yeah. in, is it a, is it a responsibility of management to prepare and submit to to SGB or how is it done so that we're able to understand the bone of contention? Because procurement from time to time raises ugly head and it creates all lot of uh, conflict and, and and contestation. Yeah, that, that's that's one challengeable area. Uh, what I've realized is that we have to let the SMT do the proposals of procurement. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to come up with figures, come up with quantity, discuss it among all the educators, Look, not forgetting the ratio as you just indicated, that in my classroom I have 40 learners, I need whatever I need must be 42, 43. I'm just giving an example. Mm-hmm. From there, it needs to go to the principal for further debates uh, to look at what was ordered last year. Is it equivalent now or has it gone up or has it been reduced? Then from there, it needs to be presented at the SGP. The SGP has to recommend and make sure they sit and looking at the budget that was allocated to them to say, can we afford the quotations? A three-quotation system has to be implemented and say, this is what we're going to do. Are we ready to buy with that amount? Can we afford that amount? Remember, we are also accountable to the, to, to, to head of us mm-hmm. to say we've been given so much money, we've utilized all the money uh, only on procurement. And we, if we don't have that report, they can easily take the money away from us because we are negligent. So we need to be cautious, both parties. But at the end of the day, the decision is taken by the SGP. Okay. That who is the supplier. Okay. But the rest of the work is being taken by the SMT and the principal. But, but where are the controversies then? The controversy is, is you know, we as parents... I normally like to dominate uh, the outcome of, 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 the, of the teachers, whereby we're supposed to stand on by, wait for the report to say we can now purchase so many books according to the list of our learners within the schools. But there is always a conflict of interest where you find the principal has his own guys to deliver, the SGB chairperson also has his guys to deliver. And that creates the conflict, as you indicated. But how far are we winning the battle? Or is it something that requires uh, also other issues to, to really get to the bottom of the problem? No, you, you, you may win the battle by saying to the SGP, give the management the platform to do the necessary evaluations. And as soon as they finish, when they present, now it's a matter of either you accept it or you deduct, okay. then that will solve the problem. Do not put your hands on the mat. Okay. Thank you very much for that input. We have just joined by, by Victor Maimela, um, who is also one of the, 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 the representative of an SGB. Um, good evening, Victor. How are you? Uh, good evening, sir. I'm fine. And how are you, sir? Thank you. Thank you. You made it, finally. I made it. Thanks very much. I know the place very well. But the directions, eh, they took me. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm here. Well, I think that's all that matters. Um, yeah. And I see you've got company. 
Uh, is this your better half? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, ma'am, for bringing him. You, you, you most appreciate him. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Look, Victor, maybe just before we, we, yeah. we you know, we were talking the interface, um, uh, the relationship with the SMT yes. as well as the, the SGB. Yeah. From an association point of view, we have yeah. heard of seen a number of controversies. Yeah. Um, the question is, um, how do we manage the interface between SGB and SMT? And okay. from where you're sitting, what yeah. are the factors that contribute towards contestation? Okay. First of all, let us not be ignorant. There's some policies, there's some guidelines, and they're straightforward. But we are, we are moving away from them. Then we become personal. I'll tell you about the LTSM. That is where uh, most of the chunk of money, that's why when we talk about the conflict, everybody wants to put their hands on the cookie jar. What is happening here is this. For the benefit of Elena, so what is LTCM? LTSM. Yes, just Lena, <laughs> teacher, support material. Okay. We're talking about the books, everything which is supporting. All the inputs. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. All right. So what is happening here is that the composition of the LTSM, Lena, teacher, support material, it's in this way. It is all the managers, which means all SMT. Okay? On that, if maybe the school's got the two principals, one of the principal, uh, the DBT principals, is going to be the coordinator. Coordinator by doing what? Making two parties to come together. And on the LTSM, they're supposed to be chaired by a member of the SGB, being a parent component. Okay? Then, it's where everything has to unfold. The HODs, remember that the SMTs, they are the one who's going to do the needs and analysis of the school. They are going to sit on their own uh, departmental, uh, whether it's maths, languages and everything. They come up with the needs to say, okay, we as the languages, this is how much books we are looking for. Uh, maybe the textbooks, uh, the stationery, and then they come together into the LTSM Remember, the chairperson is a parent. And also, a treasurer can be also, she's allowed, or he allowed it to be in the LTSM because she or he must see and know what is going to be paid for. (laughs) And then thereafter, we check the number of the kids. Remember, even the budget of the school is because of the number of the kids. (laughs) Then they, they get the stipend based on that. From there, it unfolds from there. What is happening is that we're going to put them down to say the total, all the, the, the stationery, how many in quantity and how many textbooks and all that. And when we finished that, we took all those uh, uh, stuff to the school governing board. The procurement is done by the school governing board, whereby the parents, their majority, mm-hmm. by one or more. Then there's, there will be no conflict because the, S, the, the LTSM will be done their part. They, they will do the need and analysis and they, they give to the procurement being the SGB and then the SGB is up to them to shift the suppliers. Okay. Uh, either by interview or whatever and the, those things they will be, uh, the, the procurement, they will be looking at their own budget to say this is how much the budget we are having. Then they, we call all the suppliers, you give them the needs, they're going to price them, the coat, and they bring them back. And we sit on those quotations, and we look at them, and we analyze them, and then we, we select the best quotation, suiting and uh, balancing with our, our, our budget. Okay. Then 
it's unfold. The the books they are bought for the school and they've been supplied. So, but issuing of a conflict of interest is only if we are not following the the policy and the guidelines. Therefore, yes, of course, they will have some. Uh, remember, the principal is at the school all, all the time. We as the governing body are not at the school. So if they go there, if, even yourself, when you go to the school, you want to see the principal. You talk to the principal. Okay. Whatever transpired, they okay. were not there. Okay. We're going to take a break. But before you take a break, this is one thing that I want you to mull over. Um, yes, you have indicated the procurement is a prerogative or it is it's a function of the SGB. Equally, the control within the school should be the responsibility of the, of the SGB. Okay, to make sure that everything goes according to policy. Uh, absolutely. Okay, but let's take a break and come back in a second. This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Welcome back. It is now 15 to 7. It's amazing how time flies. Uh, before we enter the break, I pose a question um, around the, the control environment within the SGBs. Um, the SGB, as the custodian of governance, it is their responsibility to ensure that all the controls are in place vis-a-vis maladministration and so on and so forth. I want to bring in Kenneth here and say, um, what is it that you as an association are doing to, 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 to create a, a level of confidence in as far as the control are concerned? Control, I mean, how the rules of engagement are defined, um, if it's a three-quotation, it's three-quotation. Um, the signing powers of principal are this and that and that. And is it a, a you know, all those kinds of controls, that's, that's what I'm referring to. What is it um, that the STB are doing to mitigate the risk um, around procurement? Because ultimately, we, we, we you know, it becomes, it becomes, um, how can I put it? Um, it becomes a, a, an issue if the STB cannot you know, manage the affairs, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's almost a criminal that, that here you are, we have appointed Kenneth to become a, a, to provide that oversight structure. And yet so much rot happens under his nose. And why the rot is happening under his nose, uh, one of the issues is look at, let's look at the control environment. What is it that you as SGP are doing to make sure that um, the road does not happen? How do you respond to that? Or what is it that SGBs are doing to mitigate the risk of, of, of maladministration, uh, uh, fraud and corruption and all those kinds of stuff that you, you, you can mention? Uh, firstly, <clears throat> uh, let's look at our budget. You know, we receive reinvest money where it clearly stipulated uh, LTSM as 50% out of the budget. And the 50% needs to be utilized on procurement. And if we are not going to control it and say our first trench of budget is almost 300,000, we're going to utilize 200,000 on on textbook and 100,000 on normal school issues. If if we are not going to control it, on day-to-day cent per cent, then we're going to have a problem because we need to know when we purchase ink, how far we're going Mm -hmm. and make sure we control it accordingly. Mm -hmm. That will make our life easy. And that's where we come in as an association to say, parents, do not take money that is reinvest. Make sure you utilize the money for the right purpose. I think that is more important because it shows exactly when you look at our 
maintenance, it is 12.12%. We need to allocate 12% for infrastructure repairs. Mm-hmm. And whatever we need to make sure infrastructure keeps clean, everything is in order. Mm-hmm. But if we can't do that, then we are having a challenge. Okay. Because that is part of maladministration, as you just alluded. Are these your experiences? These are our experiences and these are our principles to make sure that we run the, the finance accordingly. Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks for, that, for that point, um, Kenneth. One of the issues that I want Victor to come through here um, uh, revolves around... Um, the, the, the STB, right? Um, the, the, there is often accusation that STB are more inclined on financial matters. The, the, they are much more um, pronounced in terms of their existence on financial matters, whereas the core business of the school, which is curriculum delivery, they're not there. Um, what is, to what extent is that claim... Um, worthy of, 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 of being understood. Are SGBs more concerned about the financial matters at the expense of the curricular delivery? What's your, what's your, your take on that? Uh, yeah, we need to be honest and direct. You know, money matters most. The rest come after. Uh, when we talk about the... No, but Victor, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second, Victor. Uh, your job as an SGB, okay, is obviously the financial matters we, we, we t- granted it's something that you have to do, but does it happen at the expense of, of teaching, which is the core business? That's that's what I want to get clarity on. Yeah, let us remember and think about the South African School Act is pretty clear that we are there to support. Okay, and how do we support? Okay, you know, coming to curriculum before we get into curriculum, there are some resources which an educator in classroom. The class need to be neat, conducive, and that's why Mr. Mr. Ken is talking about your maintenance, Mm -hmm. your LTSM. Those things, if they're in place, and they need to be in place, so there will be no conflict. Because even the educator, when he's sitting in the class with our children, of course, they will make sure that they deliver. But how best can they deliver the core business being curriculum without SGB supporting and understanding the needs inside the classroom for deliverance. You get in the classroom, there's the, 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 the some walls, uh, the, 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 the meter that's open and all those type of... That, that's where the conflict comes in to say, what is the role and responsibility of the school governing body? Because those type of things... And remember, the SGB is a stakeholder. We've got teacher rep. We've got the general assistance or a administrative assistance. The principal being the ex officio in the school governing board. So you can see the whole stakeholder is there. So how do we miss the point there? Because everybody's there. And what we need to do is that let's do like issue of we do the budget. We, 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 we sit down and say maintenance. This is how much is going to be allocated for. And now the question is that. If maintenance is uh, allocated X amount of money, but you, when you look at the maintenance, you look at the toilets, you look in the classroom, it doesn't show that there's something 
is being done or mm-hmm. is there some repairs or maintenance on the windows but what do you do about it i mean you're raising you're raising pertinent issues uh, yeah. kenneth what do you do now that you've you've you've, you've established that yes. uh, money has been spent for yeah. say for an example maintenance yes and there's no shred of evidence to suggest maintenance taking place <clears throat> surely there is an accountability issue Okay, so what your report? Because oversight they also say, look, give us evidence yes. that you indeed uh, you fix those toilets, you fix those windows. What's what's the evidence? Because that is your responsibility to come Absolutely. back to management and say, this money was spent. Where's the evidence that indeed the money was spent on X Y Z? Hold not to the management. That, that that's what we need to do. Okay, because management are part of us. We're not reporting to the management. Okay. But, but the, 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 we are a team yeah. working together. The people who are reporting is is those parents, the the, the constituents, mm. whereby when we draft the budget, we go to them to say, yes, the budget. Then with this budget, X, Y, Z has to happen. Do we allow or do we concur with this? And once they said yes, then we are going to do exactly what the question are asking. We are going to repair what we're supposed to repair. And if the money doesn't afford we, this way, the SGB has to go all out, get them sponsorship, and get some some people to come in to assist and go back to the constituents to say, "This is what we've budgeted for, but this is how far we've went, and this is what we've get along the line, and the challenges and everything like that." Mm. So that is how it's supposed to be uh, supposed unfold. To, supposed to. What's the reality? <laughs> you know, this is a challenge about debate because when I look at our proposal when it comes to infrastructure, it's always on six monthly, on yearly, where the same things are coming back. Victor is very correct to say you have a budget you propose to, 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 to the parents to say we are having challenges with windows, toilet, whatever. But I believe me, especially on township schools, in the next three months, the same replacements needs to be replaced. And how are you going to often do the same things four times a year doing the same replacement that is caused by our own learners? Doesn't it mean that that's where you, when you were just discussing earlier to say, let's get parental involvement in this issue so that parents need to understand that their children are ventilizing the school? Because the rule says we have to maintain the school. Okay. Can I come in? Sure. Because now it means that we as the school government board, we need all the time and always to be advanced and ahead of the problem. You can even see by the malls, the shopping center now, this nowadays, there's no more free movement of getting into the loo and out. There's some people who are sitting there. So which means we need to up the game. If the lot of maintenance is happening by the toilet, then let's up like uh, the, your the controls and, and exactly. security, yeah. So that the security by the, the, the what you call because we, we we are we have diagnosed the problem is our children. So how do we manage our children? The very same thing we are doing because they are vandalizing those toilets at the school, but by the house they do not. So it's why as an SGB we need to come in to say okay maybe we need somebody who a female will stand there by the door of the female uh, toilet a male by the male uh, uh, toilet so that each and every one it need to be managed and controlled you see even by the malls always there are people inside there so you cannot mess up everything and then you expect the maintenance to happen and mm-hmm. furthermore we talk to the parents to say 
if a child at the school, after we, we repair the maintenance or uh, damage, and it, it, it occurs again, is the responsibility and the duty of the parent to come and repair by either paying or doing something. Does that, it happen? Yes. Do, they, do parents come and pay? They, they, they do. Okay. They are cooperative. It's, because it's, it's quite encouraging to hear that. Because on, do, on, do the, on the AGMs, on, on these meetings, we are talking to them to say, look, this is the problem. Like exactly Mr. Ken, whatever he's saying, it's true. Because we are, we are thinking one place. Okay. We are not moving because of what? We are not uh, upping the game. Because should we up the game and say, look, this is how we're going to do. Like for instance, coming to the LTSM, the books, the textbooks, the lifespan is supposed to be three years. But does it happen in our township schools? It's very rare. It does not. What do we do? There's some loan form. That's why I'm saying if everything we follow and we comply. LTSM, we got some loan form whereby we need to call parents to come and fetch the textbook for their own children. At the end of the year, the very same parent, because they've signed it, they need to does, submit Does it pay. happen? It's a good practice. It's, it's been interesting. Does it happen? And if it does not happen, no, why, why, why is it not happening? No, it, 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 it does happen. happen. It, it, okay. it happens. Because we have a retrieval system exactly. okay. where, where the parents sign for the book. Yes. Uh, quarterly, the parents return the book so that we assess the quality of the book. Mm-hmm. And if the book is damaged by June, the parent will be automatically informed to say, by the end of the year, come and take the old book and replace uh, with a new book. Okay. That governs the par- parents to take full responsibility. Okay, great stuff. But we've got about four minutes to go. Let's look at the safety and security, uh, which is one dominant issue that is challenging schools. Um, from the SGB point of view, how are you managing the, the safety and security? Uh, can I just come in there? You know, we've been given security via the Safety and Security, which is the CPF, who are in charge of handling any misconduct, any damage to the school. But what is happening now with the new resolution that the government has taken is that these guys are supposed to be only six. But when you look at, we have 1,005, I'll just give a scenario, 1,005 learners. Victor has just raised a very good point to say, let's put somebody on the toilet to make sure that he control <coughs> the movement of the learners within, within the toilets. But if you have been allocated two with 1,500 learners, how are you going to maintain stability that we request no damage? I think that's where we need to actually challenge our, our government to say, please, game up the game because this is too, too risky for us. Not forgetting that as a township school, we are not paying school fees. It's a non-school fee area. How are we going to pay if we add additional muscles? Mm-hmm. Where are we going to get the funds whereby... Presently, we need parents or companies that can assist us in the township areas to make sure that we run our schools properly. Okay. Okay. But, but here's an issue that perhaps maybe I want clarity on. I mean, at this, at this level, we, don't, we seem to be addressing the symptoms, not necessarily the root cause of the problem. Because if I had money, I would give you tons and tons of millions to sort out security issues, okay? Um, will that address um, safety issues? The chances it won't. Yeah. The chances it won't. Yeah. There's no amount of money can, being can thrown into the problem. 
No. Okay. Which which comes back to my initial supposition, Kenneth, if you recall. I said, what is the role of parents exactly. and the role of learners? In, in the township school, we've got courses. Okay. Where are they in, in communicating correct behavioral uh, uh, attitude, attitude, attitude and mentality so that we don't break things? Because, you know, we can say to government with this and that, that we're not going to fix the problem. You know, we need to be thinking as a collective. Okay, this is also my, you know, um, countrywide. How do we communicate the right message of ownership? You say to me, things don't get broken down at home, but at school they do. Something's wrong. You know, yes. so so from the SDB side, how do we address this monstrous of a problem? I, I think it's all about negligence. And ignorance on whose side? On on on, on our learner side, uh, because parents. Bo- let me say both the learner and the parents are very ignorant. Because when when you en- emphasize or practice practice the code of conduct, if parents and learners follow it up, we won't have damages or whatsoever. Your last word, Victor. Uh, I'm just saying uh, we need all of us to come together. We can o- achieve and overcome this. The meetings are very important. Let, let's talk to each other. Now we are not talking to each other. That's why things they are, they are falling apart. Okay. Thank Should we come together? Everything will be okay. We are not going to point fingers. Now we are pointing fingers. Okay. Thank you very much. It's good to You're hear welcome. that, Victor. Thank you very much. Uh, Kenneth and Victor, thank you very much for making time uh, and, and giving us your, your well-conceived thoughts around how do we address uh, education-related matters from the SGB side. Uh, It has been a pleasure to have you guys on on, on the show. Until we meet again, 